to what we talk about in the shadows. I'm Andrea, and this is my husband, Robert. Hi, welcome to what we talk about in the shadows. This episode is brought to you by aperitifs. They're good for you. Have some before your dinner, you thirsty, bloodthirsty vampires. We're not having vampire wine tonight. Tonight we're having, what are we drinking? Sinsano. Sinsano. So we feel a little bit uh, fancy and shit. Um, Remember Sinsano if you want to sponsor this podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Four people that listen to it are all our friends. (laughs) Robert, uh, so the last episode that we um, recapped was the pilot episode, episode one. You want to tell, uh, just briefly go over what happened in episode one before we start talking about episode two? Sure. We were introduced to all the pervs that live together in the same house. (laughs) We have the incredible and relentless um, Nandor. Yes, he never relents. Could, and uh, therefore relentless, correct. And then we have the beautiful uh, Nadia. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, of course, her husband is going to be Mr. Laszlo. Yes, that's yes. our cat Vito, yes. <laughs> who is also a big fan of the show. Yes, they they watch they're and horrible familiar, horrible familiar. horrible familiars. Yes, and then we got introduced to Colin, the Daywalker, who is a energy vampire. Correct. Um, uh, and he sucks your energy how? By just talking to you or <laughs> doing things that annoy you. Right. It brings up your uh, your rage, and therefore he takes that energy and feeds from it. <laughs> we were introduced to the Baron, uh, this creature that it seems to be very, very um, sexual without having any sexual <laughs> organs. Like uh, <laughs> and he has this uh, sexual power over every member of the household. Except for Colin. Except for Colin, yeah. Colin is weird. I don't know if Colin... Well, Colin does get a girlfriend later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> and we were introduced to the duties of the familiar, oh, Mr. Guillermo. Guillermo Gizmo. We also got to meet Gregor, or Jeff, or Gregor Jeff. Gregor Jeff. From different parts of uh, Nadia's history. So Nadia's lover from way, way back when. Correct. Always getting decapitated, that poor bastard. <laughs> uh, and we were introduced to LARPing in in uh, in this episode and how they actually are able to obtain virgins from this activity. Mm-hmm. And what's her name? I always forget her name. She's funny as hell. She's... Uh, Beanie. Beanie. Beanie Feldstein. Yes. The stupid baby vampire. Stupid baby vampire. But we'll talk about but that she, as well further on. She's a sweet little virgin that, uh, that Nadia, that they find through Guillermo when he's trying to Correct. get some virgins. Yeah. And so. now we'll move on to the next episode. Episode two. Yes. But before we move on to episode two, you had an experience, uh, because, uh, like last week, you went on a trip for work. You were on an airplane, and worst two hours of my life. And I've been to shitty flights, but <laughs> you met an actual 
Daywalker. Um, I refuse to believe that it was anything other than that, mm-hmm. than an energy vampire in the flesh, mm-hmm. seated next to you. Yes. Please tell the story. So, this gentleman, if I may call him so, uh, he is one of the last people to get on the flight. He's approximately, looks like about a 70 to 75 year old white uh, man. Uh, balding, but whatever hair he's got left on his head, he's dying uh, a <laughs> light ginger color to it. Uh, was full of gold everywhere. No silver, but had nice gold rings. Uh, very expensive watch. And had an interesting bag on his uh, left hand. And when I looked at it, it was like combos. Combos? Yeah, combos. Like, like the snack. The snack. Combos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think it was pepperoni combos. Oh, those are the best combos. Yes. So, anyways, there's a very young lady sitting next to, next to him. He sits on the aisle. I'm sitting in the aisle next to him. This... So, you're like, there, he's on the other aisle. Correct. And you're in the approximate aisle. Right across from him. Right, okay. Right across from him. Basically, we're sitting next to each other. And... He sits down, orders a drink. Uh, no, actually, he was drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> and um, he sits down, proceeds to put his seatbelt on, and opens the bag of combos. So, all of a sudden, I see him do this. He puts his little, picks up a, a combo, looks at it from one side, looks at it from the other, from one end to the other. And proceeds to put it in his mouth. And this is what it sounded like. Ah. Mouth noises. Okay, we get the point. At first I didn't pay any attention to him. Because, hey. uh, To each his own, he's licking the combo. The combo is delicious. It's nice and salty. But then, all of a sudden... (laughs) <laughs> right after the flight attendant finished doing the emergency evacuation program and safety briefing, this gentleman takes a combo out of his mouth, looks at it, looks at it from side to side again, and from end to end to see if he is can see through the hole, then proceeds to put it on his lips and starts going... <laughs> But then, then <laughs> if it wasn't enough, he was actually tapping the end of the combo, well, the other end of the combo, in. where he was sucking it. <laughs> so it, it, it made him sound like this. <laughs> okay, 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 stop it. <laughs> so... He would take it out of his mouth, look at it again, end to end to see if there was any filling in it, and then he would take it back in. If there was no filling in it left, then he'd be like... Oh, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. How long did this go on for? This went on exactly for two hours and 38 minutes. The whole flight. 
Oh, did now, he make a Colin face when he when he climaxes? No, he never he never raised his eyes from his iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, only to request a um, soda water from the flight attendant. Oh God! What did he do with the soda water? He started dipping the combos Shut in the soda up. water. Yeah, because he had finished his Diet Coke. That's so gross. Then, um, so about the poor girl next to him <laughs> puts on the headphones, starts mm-hmm. watching whatever movie she was watching. Nothing. She finally gets the noise cancellation headphones and puts them on. And she is frustrated. And now she's leaning her head on the table. <laughs> on the tray, basically. Oh, so Not only that, the the people in front of him that were actually watching the movies on the plane were turning around and looking at me. I'm like, come on, people. I know how to eat with my mouth closed. <laughs> and then the people that were in front of me turned around and looked at me. And I'm like, dude, it's not me. It's the perp. Fucking this vampire that's sitting next to me. <laughs> and that's when I realized... That it was Colin Robinson. It was Colin Robinson's <laughs> relative. Well, if you think about it, <clears throat> like, being annoying on an airplane, if you're an energy vampire, is, like, ideal. Because <clears throat> you can... Everybody's already agitated, and then you can just suck up all of that energy. Everybody's stuck. Nobody can escape. You know how I noticed that he was a vampire? His skin was white pale. Uh His eyes were really bright when we got out of the plane for some reason. (laughs) Like if he had been recharged of energy. And he had a a nice speedy walk. When he walked into the plane, he was actually uh, walking slowly and he sat down slowly. Um... But then when we got out, and even though our door got stuck, he didn't seem to be upset or anything. He just walked out, and he was so quick getting out of that plane. Because he was already full. (coughs) Yeah, his was full of energy. He reached his his fullness. It's freaking awesome. Yes. So, yeah. That is your uh, your close call with... (laughs) It's still great. Yes. Ugh, you're so, ugh, that's so awful. Like, how do you even handle that? Like, you can't really, like, tell on someone for being annoying, right? Or can you? Yeah, yeah, you can, of course. I, I, I chose not to because I thought it was an old man. But then when I realized that Fuck everybody that. was looking at him and we were approaching our destination, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? I wasn't able to sleep anyway, so. Right. There we go. I would have, I, I, ugh, so gross. <clears throat> God bless you. So, so this episode coming into it, um, we've already established uh, who our main players are. We've been introduced to the concept of vampires that don't suck blood. Mr. Colin Robertson, who just sucks on combos and um, sucks up your energy when you're annoyed, then you pass out. And um, we are now at this point... Um, Moving into a whole different... I think we're pivoting away a little bit from some of the themes of, like, the movie. For example, right. like, I felt like this, for the episode one, kind of, like, set everything up kind of similar to the movie. And this one kind of, like, veers away from it. And they have some new adventures. And I got really, really excited. 
when this when this episode aired. I was like, oh, I see what we're gonna do. So, so anyway, so episode two starts out where Guillermo has located a LARPing club, and uh, our fun vampires are. Um, peeping in on the LARPing club because they're all about snagging some uh, virgin snacks, getting some snacky virgins, right? Mm, correct. Um, and so this is where we also get introduced to Jenna. Who yes. Is uh, Beanie Feldstein. Correct. And she's the LARPer that is being tortured. Um, well, not tortured, but... Yeah, she's actually being tortured by her LARPing Yeah, they're uh, being very crew. freaking mean, which it's... Uh, there's always a pecking order, right? Yes. So, so yeah, so they're watching, and um, I think they're trying to figure out who is the most delicious. And then this is the scene where... Um, who is it? Nadia has... Well, Nadja brings up the uh, fact that they're all picking on her right. and they're ignoring her and they're treating her like uh, like she doesn't belong. Yeah. And she takes pity on her. Right. And what does she say? It's like my favorite. She's like, don't worry, child. You'll be shitting on the graves soon <laughs> enough. And that's when she decides how she's going to help out Jenna. Poor little baby vampire. Oh, the other thing I really liked was where she says, I don't like yeah. these these people. If I drink them, I'll be full of sadness or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make me sad. They all leave. So. The worst part was when Nandor told Guillermo to be quiet because mm. of his accent. <laughs> he was going to be uh, um, basically... Guillermo, your accent. <laughs> and then Guillermo just looks at the at the... At the camera, like, seriously? Yeah. My accent? It's hilarious. Nandor, the relentless. And also a little racist. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's thousands of years old, so I people mean, just don't lose the uh, the bad habits. Yeah. So the episode two, they're showing some... Um, so this part of the episode, they're showing a couple little parts of when... Um, Afanas, Baron Afanas, arrived. And the crew is very annoyed uh, because now they've discovered that they were supposed to take over the new world. Correct. <laughs> but, um, so what happened with uh, Laszlo and Nadja? Why did they take over the new world? What did they do with those instructions? Well, you know, the, 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 the problem with the Baron is that so, this asexual, uh, hypersexualized being uh, decides to give you the best pleasure that you can find when you're about to orgasm. He goes like, go conquer the world, the new world, take over the new world. And, and you're like, of course, in the middle of an orgasm, nobody pays attention to anything. <laughs> you'll sell your life. You'll sell whatever. <laughs> it's a yes to anything. And that's basically what happened. Nadja was confused. Uh, she was reaching climax. And uh, Laszlo um, just and said yes. <laughs> yeah, just said yes because he was having a good time with the bottom. This, this scene is actually one of my favorites because Matt Berry's climax face is like probably one of my, the funniest jokes. Like, yeah. Through, through like all time. Like he's all, he, he makes like the best like climax face. 
So yeah, so he's <laughs> the two of them um, haven't fulfilled their duties yet. So. Yeah. And then they're confused too because they don't know if it's like taking over the entire new world, or just Staten Island. Right. I so. mean, yeah. So there's a little bit of confusion. Um, I think I like this part too. So now they're at the part where um, Guillermo. So Nandor's holding up Guillermo and he's dusting, and then Nandor tells him like, "Be careful of the spider house," which now that's what I'm always gonna call a spider web is a spider house. You wouldn't like when somebody came in and started bugging you in your house. Your, your house, would you? So <laughs> now that so the next so because of the Baron, he's brought in his familiar, and his familiar is this really creepy woman who doesn't speak, right? But it's present everywhere. She's but she's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> God, scary thought. So she's terrifying. Turns out this actress is also Hispanic, so. Guillermo has a compatriot, um, which is a shame they never get a chance to bond about their love of Hispanic vampires. Um, but I read an interview with her. Uh, she was on Horror Story, like that that show. That's yes. And um, she was saying she had a lot of fun playing this role because she doesn't speak. And so you'll notice in episode two, like I don't think she says a word like the entire time. No. She just kind of pops out. Yeah, no, it's just later on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. So the guys here, they decide that um, they need to have a meeting, mm-hmm. a secret meeting. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because they go to the special... The, <laughs> uh, okay, so growing up in my house, we had a daily living room, dining room. Okay. But then we had a special living dining room that was only for guests Okay. So I I used to call it the holiest of holiest places because mm-hmm. nobody was allowed to go in. And I think that's what this place is. Is there a little meeting room? Their little meeting room. Uh, the I remember my old house when I was growing up, the 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 table was like set all the time. Really? People were like clean. My mom and my grandmother used to clean, make sure that everything was like clean, spotless, dusting all the time. A place where nobody ever sat down to eat. So the group uh, gets infiltrated by Colin, right? Yes. And um, he explains to them how to go about their world domination. And he recommends that they go to the city council meeting. So that at least they can start in their borough before they move to Staten Island. Before they move to the whole new world, there's some confusion as to whether the United States is a king or a queen. Um, Nadia recommends, uh, right? Nadia recommends poisoning all of the milk with witch's piss. Um, you know, so they have some ideas, but Colin comes up with the most practical one, and so then they all sit on a bus and then head to the city council meeting because apparently he does city council meetings all the time. Um, as we will soon see. So they're at the Bergen County Council meeting. Which is interesting because it's Bergen County and it, it's it's weird because Bergen County, Staten Island. Barbara Lazaro is the council president. Barbara Lazaro. Lazaro. And Doug Peterson is her rival as we'll soon see. Doug uh, Peter. Yeah. 
This Peter is so like beautifully like Sun shot with like Peter the oversaturation Sun. of like the fluorescent lights. Like it completely reminds me of when um, I used to go to the town meetings because we had something going on in our in our town, and um, you'd always have like some like you'd have like a smattering of strange people. Like well, I was probably one of them coming up to the microphone. Uh, so Colin takes his uh, his place at the microphone and proceeds to what does he talk about here he's doing a definition of um uh city council and a definition of um code enforcement oh yes what is boring the shit out of everybody <laughs> as he does and oh, then this is the best part so we get them they start saying what rules, what laws they would pass when mm -hmm. they take over. Correct. What's your favorite one? Um, the Big Dome and the Harpsichord concerts. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think that's my favorite. It's fun. And, Nod the, and, and of course, Nadia's no, no nuns. No nuns. No nuns. None. Um, her favorite TV show, Priests Falling Over. Correct. <laughs> I guess it's an America's Funniest Videos <laughs> version. Vampiric version. And I like the little touch where like Colin like walks away from the podium after he's um, bored everybody to tears and his eyes flash. Like, ha-ha. It's so good. Oh, this is Nandor. Nandor goes to the podium. You can barely understand him. I just like how he introduces himself as twice having turned the Euphrates red with blood. <laughs> And, the, and nobody, like, questions it. Like, they're just like, um, sir, this is strictly about, uh, what? I don't even know what it was about. It was code enforcement. Code enforcement. But you can come back. You can come back, like, next month. Yes. Yes, yes, that would be good. Yes, I, I could do that. Thank you. Like, <laughs> first he goes to the podium. He threatens to murder everybody. And then, okay, I'll come back. I'll put that on my calendar. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. Now, the best part was actually, they, besides the, the, the ordinances that they would put together, it was the ride to city council. I did like the ride to city council. It was really funny. Yeah, because they're like, bat! And they all... And they, <laughs> they, all, they all said that they were going to fly away, and they were just sitting on top of the bus. Well, they went on top of the bus because they were annoyed to Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, no, this, this, the whole city council thing is great. So they've decided, so Laszlo has decided that he's going to get on Barbara Lazaro's good side. Lazaro. Lazaro. And, um, Nandor has decided that he's going to have Doug Peterson become his, uh, his agent of chaos. Right? Now, uh, Nandor. Yes. Cannot do anything by talking. <laughs> However, give that son of a bitch an axe, <laughs> and he'll fix everything up. He's second to none. Second to none. He'll never be a barrister. Is that what he said? <laughs> he'll Something never like be a barista. He's so funny. Yeah, that the um the city council meeting like really just I I was so happy with that. Like this whole episode just makes me laugh. Having had to get involved in the city council issue, it yeah. brings back. Horrible, horrible memories. Well, I had a friend. Okay, so our friend Christine 
is is a, a force like her personality is like a force right yes. that she's she's got this this thick accent or that she kind of like speaks with a lot of like conviction and so when she was speaking at this at the town council meeting then this episode came out and i sent it to her i was like this christine the relentless because that's how she talks i'm gonna give an offer you can't refuse yeah. Yeah, yes. she's very. She's not from New York, so that's the. Yeah, that's which part about is, it. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't she get just, it. Yeah, she's just Italian. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's a daywalker. Who knows? Oh, that is actually true. It could be. Because she does get people to do what she wants that she wants them to do. Yeah, without yeah. threats. Correct. And the best part is now. Laszlo. Heading to Barbara Lazaro's house <laughs> to make her an offer to work for her. And then, but then Doug Peterson, young councilman, is about to take over from Barbara Lazaro. Barbara Lazaro. In the next election. So there now there's a conundrum. What do we do? Do we go after Barbara Lazaro, the sitting city council? Uh, woman, or do we go after Doug Peterson? So this is where, like, when I say they're inept vampires, I mean it. Because instead of just showing up and, like, killing everybody at the city council, right? Um, he just politely accepts the invitation to come back, like, in a month. Correct. Right? And in the same token, instead of, like, just taking people over, um they decide they're just going to, like, manipulate people in order to get some, like, ridiculous power. Old school, rest of the world type of manipulation. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is where... Okay, so Nadia seeks out Jenna, the sad LARPer. (laughs) Because she feels bad for her. Correct. And uh, she tells a story about how how she knows what it feels like. Because when she was young, they didn't have anything, and people would make fun of her, and so all they had was a donkey, and then they had to burn the donkey dung, and then when they when the donkey dung was gone, they had to burn the donkey. So she fell asleep <coughs> at night, crying by the light of a burning donkey. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, and now Lazo's with who? Barbara Lazaro. <laughs> and what did she tell him? Oh, I can't remember. Right there? That's where she tells him about the raccoons. Oh, yeah. So, she thinks that this guy needs wants to help her, but no clue as to what for, because he's not straightforward. She was like, well, I, I actually need some help with the raccoon problem that I have. And then he, um, at the end, he's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. I'll do you a favor. And then... Uh, I love how he hypnotizes her. Like, you will not remember a thing about this conversation. And then to a little baby, you will not remember a thing about, <laughs> about anything. anything. <laughs> that that was awesome. And then you have him trying to talk to the uh, talk to her about, hey, I'm here to do you a favor. No, you're. What do you want? What do you mean? I'm here to do you a favor. You do me a favor. Yeah, first she thinks he's trying to bribe her, and then mm-hmm. she she's confused as to why he's he's there, and she scolds him for trying to conduct business. 
like yeah. town business outside of a meeting. And then Nandor reveals his plot to seduce, not seduce, but to corrupt. To get, to control Doug Peterson. To take down the Barbara city Lizardo. council. Yeah. Yes, and take over the city council. But then again, he's actually calling. He goes and meets Doug Peterson in person. He says uh, that he has a nice little bitch, and then he talks, oh no, he says, <laughs> I'm talking about the dog. He hypnotizes him and tells him that he will be calling on him through the ether. The ether. I'll be calling you to the ether, Doug Peterson. <laughs> This is where uh, we have Nadia with little baby Jenna. Right, which she is confused as heck. She thinks that this hot older lady <laughs> is just trying to seduce her and to try new things. Because, you know, when you're in college, you know, girls always try to have new experiences. Boys try to have new experiences. So she's thinking, oh, this lady just wants to have sex with me and yeah. she is uh she thinks that Nadja is flirting with her you know what i thought was like she says something jenna says something that just made me like so sad where she's trying to explain to Nadja that she's a virgin she's like well i have a boyfriend but um we do stuff on camera and i do stuff that he likes because he says that i that that i like what he likes and it it was so sad that I was like, um, this poor girl has like zero like self, um, like you know what I mean? Like she doesn't even. So it reminded like, me care about herself. It reminded me of all those girls that you were talking to, in that cruise on the cruise ship that we went. <laughs> that were just making out for boy attention. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> it always makes me sad. So Nadia uh, feeds. Oh, the best is when. Well, no, when Jenna says that she's a virgin and then Nadia turns her face and is like, <sighs> like she's so excited and then she bites her. And then the scene uh, moves to Laszlo <laughs> with the raccoons that are biting him. And I was reading somewhere they did it. They were talking about like this scene and how because they filmed it like in low light, they were able to kind of um, uh, get away with things with like CGI and stuff they mm -hmm. wouldn't probably normally be able to get away with. That would be like all the tons of, you know, like all the raccoons like attacking him and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty great where he's like, look, I'm healed. But you never see that he had blood on his hand. That's, they do all these really great little things where they don't really have to like show anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they trick your brain into thinking that you've seen it because you just see the back of his hand. He's like, oh, he bit me and look, I'm healed. You never saw that it was bloody. And I love the part that he's actually start playing the flute to... Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Then he plays the flute to, like, to, to get them all to follow him. <laughs> and Nandor is reaching out to... Doug Peter... Pete, Doug, Doug, Pete... Peterson. Peterson. Doug Peterson. No, I did not call you Guillermo. <laughs> no. You really sound no. like that when he's like, yeah, I'm right not there. calling you through the ether, Guillermo. <laughs> I would just yell at you. <laughs> yes. Calling dog a Peterson. 
Doug Peterson to the ether. I feel I actually feel bad for him. Like, wow, this plays out. I'm like, oh that poor guy. Yeah. (laughs) None of it's real, I still feel bad. You know what it sounds like? It's like he's gonna be eating grass in the next two, three seasons. Yes. And being a hobo in the streets thinking that he's (laughs) serving a great lord. Right. Oh, so then the scene cuts from uh, Doug Peterson to Nadia with uh, little baby Jenna, and she hands her a flask. Yeah. And drink, this is my blood. Why do you call it my blood? Because it is my blood. It has a little spicy kick. Yes, it's my blood. And then Jenna's eyes flash, and then Nadia is gone. Which is kind of, like, crappy. to like. And I love the part when Barbara <laughs> Lazaro... Comes out of the house and sees all the dead raccoons on the door. And the best, the first thing that she says, Is this the mob? Is this the MS-13? Yeah, that's right. She's freaking the hell out. And all of them are at the city council meeting where she's going off about these raccoons showing up. Gangster raccoons. Gangster Gangster raccoons. Gangster MS-13 raccoons. I mean... Which I would have never thought that that MS-13 was going to kill raccoons. uh, It's a good thing Trump didn't watch this episode or else he would have been all about (laughs) cracking down on MS-13 raccoons. Uh, And then Doug Peterson calls Barbara Lazaro a stupid bitch and threatens to rip out her entrails, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's, ta- he's talking actually about taking over the entire city. And love when he gets dragged by a cop. <laughs> and yeah, he so gets the beat the shit out of him. Drag him out while he's screaming his head off. Oh, no. And Colin uh, is sitting there like he just sucked up a whole bag of combos on a plane. <laughs> yeah. And, and is feeling completely uh, excited. And realized. I think he's fully realized. Yeah. Everybody's... Yeah. It is awful. (laughs) And he can't sit up. Stand up because he's too excited. He's just going to stay there and, you know, suck in all of the the energy. Well, no. The reason he can't stand up is because he has sucked up so much energy that he has a boner. That's what I'm saying. He's too excited. Call it like oh, it is. And then I, it ends. I love little Jenna going through the transition. Mind you, she's not going she from a female a to a male. She's no, going she's transition from alive human to, to undead. the dead. And undead. then undead. The undead. Or her roommate thinks that she has mono and then she yeah. just like vomits violently in the corner. We all know what's going on, but she has no idea. Which is horrible in the sense that, like, I feel bad for Jenna because, like, somebody should walk you through it, right? Like, even Lestat, as, like, shitty of a person he was, he kind of walked Louie through the transition to become a, a vampire, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, um, Peter did the same thing to Nick in the other, in the movie, where he just, like, let Nick turn no he just let nick turn yeah. he never walked him through it because they're thing. horrible vampires i'm telling you they're kind of assholes they're clumsy they're klutz vampires they're kind of yes yeah <laughs> they're yeah sorry i sound a little bit uh <laughs> jewish but it always comes out in from me it's uh it's part of uh the family uh trait 
No, there, uh, let me see what else I have down here. Um, I had here, if Jenna had a hashtag, it would be hashtag awkward vampire. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I really think, okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about the episode, uh, or just in general. Uh, so which vampire would you want to turn you? In this, in this show, or like in any vampire universe? Mm. Wow. Okay, in this show, Nadja would be interesting. Of course. Um, but I am partial to Laszlo because he's a bit, bit of a perv. <laughs> oh, you have uh, a kinky side to you, babe. Yes. I would go with you. I guess, you know, I want to be like Laszlo when I grow up. I w- it would have to be Nadia because she seems like she... I would hope that she'd want to hang out. That would be the whole reason. I'd be yeah. like, let's hang out and just, you know, uh, shit on people's graves together. I mean, that sounds amazing. Like, uh, sign me up. <laughs> However, from a history standpoint, uh-huh. if I would have to be turned by a vampire, uh-huh. it would have to be Leslie Nielsen. Because uh-huh. at least I'd be funny. That's true. At least you could crack some jokes. All right. So, what was your favorite thing from this episode? Fangs up. We'll call it fangs up. What was your favorite thing from the episode? Fangs up. All right. Thank you, Gigi, for reminding me. Yes. Um, the whole episode was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part was when uh, he's actually. Uh, Laszlo is actually trying to get a hold of the uh, raccoons. Yeah. He gets bitten. Yeah. And then he wages revenge against them. You like that silly uh, physical comedy. Like yes. That's, that's like your wheelhouse. Yeah, yes. I got you. My favorite part was when Nadia told Jenna that they would shit on all of their graves. <laughs> I, but I feel like saying that to like every single middle schooler. Like, don't worry, one day you'll shit on their graves. <laughs> you'll shit on their graves. Or at least, or at least you'll piss on the friggin' car door handles. Oh dear lord! <laughs> hey, uh, revenge is revenge. All right. So next, uh, the next episode we're gonna be recapping will be about the werewolves. We, erotic topiary, werewolf piss, yes. and uh, and the deadly use of a squeaky toy. Correct. Stay tuned. All right, Robert, uh, why don't you uh, take us out and say goodnight? All right, until next episode, bat. <laughs>